Rutsy, yeah, uh, I've told you yes, that uh, I had a little project in mind. And, yes, um, I've been wondering what this was. And I be. sort of half teased you a little while back and uh, said to you that uh, there was somebody who I would love to have as part of our program and become part of the Two Smoking Guns family yep. on Southern FM. And you know I like my uh, my industry royalty. You do. All right. You know, yes. we've had Ross Stevenson, you know, the king of breakfast radio. We've had the queen of uh, Penfold Wines yes, and uh, the, uh, the Australian ambassadors that were Warrington. But I think... Uh, no, I don't think I know right. that I have. Uh, I've gone to the very top of the tree. Well, good. So this is, this is as close to uh, the the gift that keeps on giving the yes. actual royal family. Right. This is as close as you'll get to that. All right. Because I've been uh, fortunate enough um, uh, to have been introduced and met now uh, several times over the, about the last five years. I think uh, he may correct me um, to meet this wonderful uh, man. And uh, it is with great pleasure, and we are just so delighted and uh, and humbled that he uh, has uh, been able to give us uh, uh, give us his time. And we find uh, a gentleman by the name of Sir Ian Botham, Ooh. who is on the line. Sir Ian Beauty. Botham, welcome to Two Smoking Guns. Thank you, thank you, boys. Yes, I'm <laughs> intro <of> that. <laughs> yeah, he, he, talk, he, talk, he talks. He talks a good game, Scotty. No, it's great, yeah. great, great, great pleasure to meet you, uh, Sorin. It's, 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 I was going to say it was singular, not plural. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just wish I could do it for a living, mate. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Honestly, Scotty, you're doing fine as it is. Right, mate. Good on you. Hey, uh, it is a great pleasure to have you, and uh, and as I say, we are grateful for your time. Yeah, I think you're heading down the peninsula to uh, be involved in a in a charity uh, cricket match of some description, and uh, I, I think you're you're down there to imitate uh, um, Dick. Bird, are you? <laughs> I'm, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to be there too long. I'll do right. my bit. Uh, as long as I get a chance to uh, send uh, Brereton back to the pavilion, uh, <laughs> it'll be a happy day. Uh, Very good. Uh, that's brilliant. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, the, the sun shines out, so all that's good. Now, as I said uh, earlier, um, uh, Serene, we're, we're, we're going to tap into uh, things uh, in your life, sort of outside of cricket, albeit that I love some of the cricket stories. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you to uh, regale us of, uh, of, of one or two brief ones, if that's all right. But, I mean, we'd like to talk to you about a whole raft of other things. And if I could actually open up, um, in fact, Rutsy, I think you'd like to ask Serene both of us. Well, it's, uh, we've never met... Uh... Uh, I don't have the pleasure, but uh, it's topical um, because Brexit's just occurred yesterday. So I wouldn't mind getting yeah. your views on Brexit. And what we there's another topic here we we finally call Mexit, uh, which is the uh, young couple that have decamped to Vancouver. So um, just wouldn't mind your views on the uh, <laughs> yeah. your views on Brexit and Mexit uh, if you've got some. Yeah, no, or, views or, on or that. it's called the Markle debacle. The Markle debacle, or no sparkle in Markle anymore. <laughs> Yeah, I've seen there's a lot on social media, yeah. But, um, no, look, uh, Brexit is taking three years to get through. Uh, the opposition and uh, some of these people, they lost. You know, it was the biggest vote in our history. Um, and we, it was won by the Brexiteers. And uh, the fact is that uh, people just uh, can't accept that they lost. So it was dragged out, the whole process, for a lot longer than it should have been. So... Um, I'm pleased that uh, Boris has got it done. Um, I think he'll do uh, he'll move things on as quickly as he possibly can now. Uh, but you know, to, to me, I can only see advantages. It uh, opens up a whole new world of trading uh, from uh, the UK's point of view. Uh, 
I think uh, yeah, everyone says, oh, Australia's a long way away. Nothing's a long way away nowadays. So, um, and I think that uh, Australia is an obvious one, America. Uh, but, you know, there's another 80% of uh, the world's trade with. And also, Europe's not looking particularly healthy financially. Oh, that's true. Uh, that's very true. And I think that a lot of, a lot of people in England were just fed up with paying the bills. Uh, so uh, it's move on time. I think it's. I don't think it's the end. I think it's it's a beginning to a new, uh, a, a whole new uh, portfolio. So uh, let's uh, let's give it a go. Go for it. And uh, to be quite honest, I think uh, a lot of people a are pleased it's been finally done. The yeah. vote was three over three years ago. Yeah. It seems quite ridiculous that people can uh, slow a process down as much as that for their own gain. That's right. Uh, anyway. Anyway, that's what's done now. It's all what's, put to bed, what's and done now we move done. on. Now we move on, and um, yeah, now you're close to the royal family. Clearly, um, <laughs> have you got a view yeah. on the uh, the young couple that have decamped? <laughs> well, uh, I wish them well. Um, I think they've opened a can of worms. Um, I think that uh, it, it would be um, probably a little naive to think that they're not going to get a hassle from the press. Uh, I think they've left themselves wide open to that. But uh, look. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know Megan. I don't know Harry's wife. But I, I've met Harry a couple of times. And uh, you know, look, he's. Uh, I found him very interesting, uh, a very, very good lad. So down to earth. So um, I wish them well, mate. You know, at the end of the day, uh, Canada. Yeah, it's, it seems a long way. Away. Good fishing up there, mate. By the way, very good fishing. Remember that. Plenty, but, of, uh, pl- plenty no. of shooting too, possibly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but the, the fishing's what really interests me up there. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, no, uh, no, so maybe I can uh, nip round and have a bit of B&B. You've got a spot in Canada now, Beefy. You, you might have to pay rent, <laughs> Matt. They're a bit skint. Yeah, but yeah, well, if they're paying rent, they're going to touch you right up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, no, just, just a last piece on that, though. Is there not an obligation by Harry? I mean, you know, I mean, I know he didn't ask to be born into the royal family, but I mean, if if that's where if that's how you come into the world, that's just how you come into the world. It's um, you know, do, does he really? Yep. Should he really have a choice to go? Do you know what? Um, I don't want but, it anymore. Yeah, I don't want to do this job anymore. Yeah. I don't. I don't like, I don't this, like anymore. this job. Um, you've got a view on that? Is it? Is that uh, right? Look, at the end of the day, we don't know who's uh, yeah, who uh, wanted to walk away the most. But um, from Harry's point of view, look, he's sixth in line to the throne. So uh, unless uh, something catastrophic happens, um, you know, it's not going to happen. So maybe he just thinks now's the time to move on. I don't know. He's going to be uh, on the bench for a long he, time, isn't he? Yeah, it's only, only he knows the answer to that. Yeah, mate. He's carrying the drinks that long; there'll be nothing left. <laughs> <That'll> do. <laughs> he's got no. He's got no hope. Um, I'd love to. I'd love to swing in a completely uh, different, uh, a different way. If I now may, um, oh, shock horror. Yeah, <laughs> you know me too well, don't you? Um, yeah. um, I'm just going to say uh, two words: Nelson Mandela. Yep. Uh, and I can simply say uh, the most magnificent person I've ever met in my life. Yeah, it's, um, I, you know, and I recall, um, and I won't go into any detail, obviously, um, for the purpose of, of this discussion, but, um, you know, what, you, what you've spoken about in, in the past. Can you just tell us about, you had an afternoon with yourself and your wife and Nelson. Can you share that with us? Yeah, look, you know, I, actually, I was very lucky. I had quite a bit of uh, time on my own with uh, Mr. Mandela. And um, I, I just, uh, to have 
to come out after being incarcerated for 27 years and to come out without any animosity whatsoever uh, in itself is remarkable. Um, I, I just wish he was around now because I think Africa needs it more than ever. Um, but he was just um, just an amazing guy. Uh, I was very lucky to spend an afternoon uh, with him and I also spent uh, some other time and I think one of the funniest stories was my wife was flying out to join us, uh, join me in uh, South Africa, and she got on the plane and she thought, well, I recognize that lady, and that lady happened to be Mr. Mandela's personal nurse, because uh, you remember he was quite fragile by this stage. Uh, and uh, she was there, and he was sat there, and uh, Kath went up and said, hi, remember, yeah, yeah, uh, Mrs. B, yeah, remember, uh, I'll, let, uh, I'll let the boss know that you're on board, and... Uh, she thought nothing more of it. She sat reading a book or watching a film, whatever. And then he tapped on the uh, tapped on her shoulder and said, uh, uh, "Hiya and uh, <sighs> good day and what have you." And uh, he just said to her, "You know, I'm very very fond of your husband, but he can be a naughty boy." At times. <laughs> <laughs> very he's good. a very naughty boy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, well, they... I accepted that. I took that. Well, if, anyone, if anyone's allowed, allowed to level you, uh, um, Mr. Mandela can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that fair? Yeah, no, he can, he can say what he wants. Yeah, mate. you can That's do what he wants, can't he ever? Um, would that, would that, that no, be we a... spent some nice time then. Some yeah, very nice time over uh, here. That's brilliant. Now, um, Beefy, the other part is uh, my uh, my counterpart here is a music uh, aficionado. Yes. Uh, he plays music that uh, comes from another planet. And um, none of us have ever heard of it, um, but that's a segue. Um, and for uh, his total enjoyment, yes. if you don't mind, would you please um, uh, share with us uh, a little story about? Um, uh, I think a, a very good friend of yours, um, Eric Clapton. Yeah, Eric and uh, I go back a long way. Um, we've uh, spent uh, oh hours together uh, over the years. Um, no, he's just uh, an amazing guy, and I, I, you know, you get to know someone, and but when you get their publicist bringing you and saying, "Could you tell us about the last couple of years before uh, Eric sorted himself out and cleaned up his act?" Because he can't remember. So, that makes you pretty. I think that makes you pretty close friends. Yeah, and and is it is there a, a little story about the fact that he he may have in fact penned a particular song in your company one day? He did what? So he broke up, mate. Yeah, sorry. Um, is it uh, is it true that he actually you you might have sat and had a coffee with him one morning, and he actually sat in front of you and uh, he may have in fact penned a song. I know he's always he's always scribbling down. He never stops. Uh, he's always doing things like that. Yep. Yeah, but uh, no, look, um, he uh, just a magnificent. If, if you have been lucky enough, uh, just I actually he gave me um, when I re- uh, after the eighty one and when I retired and yep. what have you. Uh, he gave me uh, his uh, guitar and I looked at it and he got the numbering on it and it goes Fender and zero 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 seven. And that was the seventh guitar they had made in that style. And no the other, way. he plays one, and the other five were destroyed. No like way. A, 
So there you go. It, uh, I wonder if that's oh. a, bit, a bit like the bloke that just uh, had his Rolex valued that he bought in 1974. I don't know if you caught that story. He was an American <laughs> soldier and he paid yeah. $395 for it, which was a month's wages. Um, and it's now an, an oyster Rolex uh, that I, they reckon is valued between five hundred and seven hundred thousand uh, dollars. The only yeah. problem, the only problem he's got is he's not allowed to wear it. <laughs> uh, no, not now. No, that's right. <laughs> they reckon it's they reckon it's uh, probably the only one in the world. It comes with all of its uh, paperwork and uh, well, uh, uh, well, well. I hope you still got that guitar, uh, Beefy. I'm sure that's oh, a yeah, be- yeah, be- yeah, beautiful yeah, yeah, piece yeah, 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 in your yeah. home. So, and, and I still can't play it. <laughs> <laughs> So, so I'm curious if uh, Rutsy here. It's uh, if if he was to write a song about you, Mr. Clapton. What what do you think he'd call that song? Uh, I have no idea. Uh, I, I dread to think. I bet you've never been um, asked that before. No, I've never been asked that before. You're right, uh, and I have no idea. In fact, I'm probably better off not knowing. <laughs> Maybe that's what the song should be called. I'm better off not knowing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, there you go. Well, so, okay. um, why not? So, Sarin, we've not met, but um, there is a strange coincidence that we do share. Uh, <laughs> Stand your, by, Your um, your test batting average of thirty three point five is remarkably similar so what to. It was, yeah, go. it's thirty three point yeah. five. I just, just I, I, yeah. I do my research, <laughs> and it's remarkably. Yeah, the, sorry, yeah. go well, ahead. That's remarkable. No, I, I didn't. I didn't have too many not outs. No, and, uh, <laughs> and also, uh, and Dean, unlike Dean Jones, when they, they said uh, he knows everything to a decimal point. Oh, oh um, he does too. Yes, yes, I have heard him speak. He's uh, he bought all the tickets on the raffle on himself, um, <laughs> and he still lost it. Yes, yeah, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Somebody bought one ticket and they won. So it, this is a. Uh, he's, he's been a good mate over the years. Yeah, no, he's got cricket yeah. with him against him. Yeah, so the thirty-three point five—it's a remarkable yeah. coincidence because that's my monthly consumption of red wine. That's what I average. Of uh, oh, would, well. would would that be? Both of wines, and well, then that's my segue in in a really rough fashion. Is I, I like I'm very curious about um, obviously consumption of wine leads to production of wine, and I'm curious as to your series of wine that you've bought out the Botham wines, which we've we've had one. We had, we managed to purchase an all rounder yesterday. We've uh, we've uh, we've had yeah, that. I think Scotty had some. Uh, had some, I think. Yeah, yeah and just I, just I, curious, yeah, yeah, yeah. just curious. I if think you the could, last time uh, I saw you, we uh, we, uh, we we shared some, didn't we? we? Had, in that little, we did. That little group of uh, reprobates. That so we, could you uh, had could you day. tell us a little bit about you know what uh, how you've partnered up with yeah. some, some Australian yeah. winemakers and and the story behind that? I'm just very interested in that. What? Well, I just got the opportunity. I've been I've been practicing on wine for about forty five years. So, and and I've had, I've got a very good friend who I'm actually getting for uh, for dinner tonight, and uh, that is uh, the great Jeff Merrill um, from from Adelaide. And Jeff's uh, up with his wife, and uh, we're going to have uh, dinner tonight. And he's uh, he's one. I think one of the finest winemakers I know, and also one of the funniest, um, right. uh, completely mad, uh, but uh, uh, so I learned a lot of him, I did some wine with him and in conjunction with uh, Bobby Willis, who sadly passed away yes, months yeah. ago, just yeah. recently, yeah, uh, yeah, just recently, and in actual fact, we're actually going to the winery later on this week, uh, down in Adelaide, and we're actually going to scatter some of Bob's ashes, uh, there because he felt that that would be, um, nice touch. Yeah, somewhere it was very close to his heart. Shut up there. Jeff's been a great mate for 40-odd mm. years. So. Wow, brilliant, brilliant. 
So you've got the... So the uh, wines... Yeah. So someone said to me, well, why don't you um, do your own wines a couple of years ago? And uh, so uh, my business partner, Paul, uh, uh, said, uh, well, what do you reckon? Uh, do you want to have a go? I said, yeah, I'd love to do it. So what we do now is we source the wines uh, and then we blend the wines, or I, not we, I... Um, I actually love it. Um, I love getting in the blending room, tasting room, and playing around. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so um, every wine that uh, is on the table uh, has um, has been blended and uh, tinkered with, and you know, use your backbone. You can add other wines and bring it in, and uh, it's been great fun, to be honest. And, and I've learned a lot very quickly. Um, but uh, yeah, the wines are doing very, very well. Uh, we're in fourteen countries around the world now. Wow. Really? Um, yeah, so it's been fun, and it's a, it's a new direction. It's given me, you know, commentating was great, but after 23 years, I think everything has a shelf life. Yeah, yep. And I, I felt, right, it's time to move on. Younger generation coming through, the game's changed. Not necessarily for the better in some areas, but um, no, I, I just uh, wanted away, and this is the perfect opportunity, and that's one of the reasons I spend so much time down here now, which is... No, which is a bit of a bonus, but yeah, I have to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, and, nice and snow at home at the moment. Yeah. But, uh, it's a bit fresh. No, so, yeah. Fine. Melbourne's been interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we, can, we can hardly crow from the top of the reality, can we? <laughs> yeah. It's been very interesting. Uh, that's, uh, bizarre. No, so it gave me an opportunity, and um, we've got the wines now, and I'm off down to New Zealand after being here, and I'll show another week or 10 days here. Um, 10 days or so, and we're over in Adelaide and Coonawarra, then over to Western Australia, Margaret River, and then back over and then down to New Zealand and uh, some uh, wine, Central Otago, you know, coming out. You are going to all the favourite places in the world. So a little story about about the labels. So there's there's stories around each of the labels. There's the 80 and then there's the various numbers. So. yeah, yeah, I actually had nothing to do with that. That was the girls in the office. Oh, the and marketing they suddenly team. thought, well, let's just put a story on each label. <clears throat> so they picked out um, some of the wines, and uh, yeah, the 76 is when I started uh, breaking it, when I broke into the England setup. And uh, so that's the Chardonnay out of Margaret River. That's it. Uh, so obviously it's an 81, but uh, I'll let you guys work out why that is. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, thanks for that. Whackity whack whack. <laughs> but, um, no, no, they've all got, they've got, actually had nothing to do with me, and I didn't know anything about it. And then I start, suddenly picked up one of the bottles and it said 76 series on it. I think yeah. 76. Yeah. And I looked at the back and then I read the story, and it's gone down really well. And I have to right. say that I can't uh, take any of the. Uh, orders for that, that was definitely down to the oh, ladies. I, I, girls I, I, I thought it was very, very clever. So hats off to your marketing team there. Very good. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you and I, and I was uh, delighted there. And I said to them, just make sure you keep it simple so we just call it both and wine so I don't forget. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. now, I'm getting now, to that age. Yeah, that age. Now, <laughs> you, you, are you a sneaky chance of uh, getting the bats out when you're in, uh, in New Zealand having a hit of golf? Uh, I'll be playing a bit of golf down there, yeah, the New Zealand Open, which um, I look forward to played, I think, in the last seven years, something like that. Um, I obviously couldn't play last year. I was injured, but uh, uh, recouping uh, from surgery. But uh, I went down and uh, did a sort of an ambassadorial role and wandered around and gave everyone a bit of stick. And, um, <laughs> Is that at Millbrook, the New Zealand? play one round. Of, uh, you play at Millbrook and at uh, the Hills. And if you get knocked out, which is quite a regular thing for me, 
if you miss the Thursday, Friday, and then there's a cut, and if you don't make the cut for the weekend, then you have to really rough it and go to Jack's Point. Oh, oh, which is which is a belter yeah. of a course as well. It's it unbelievable, yeah, golf course. Yeah. unbelievable. So, but, what are you what yeah. are you playing off these days? Uh, now about 36. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I haven't played for months and months. Uh, so I've been rehabbing. I've had two, since I last saw you, uh, Scotty, I've had a really? spinal operation, quite a big rebuild of the spine. And then wow. I had uh, I had the right hip and then the left hip done. So I am now officially Steve Austin. I was going to say, mate, you are you are the bionic man. There's 1,000% absolutely. Gentlemen, yeah. we, we can rebuild him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have rebuilt We him. have rebuilt him, exactly. Right. Really? We'll see what happens. Oh, brilliant. Hey, uh, Beefy, I, I read with interest um, uh, about, and this is touching back in your, in your cricketing days, but um, I'm interested uh, just to hear a quick piece about a gentleman by the name of Tom Cartwright and his involvement with your game. Yeah, Tom. Well, Tom was um, in the English game a bit of a legend, and uh, he uh, joined Somerset, uh, just around the time that myself and Viv uh, uh, got there, and uh, with uh, Joel Garner following just after. Um, <laughs> so uh, Tom was there as our um, is it bowling coach, and he said to me, "Look, you can bowl," and uh, he just pushed me in the right direction. He was uh, fantastic. I was very lucky; I had a great captain in Brian Close, uh, yeah. who was uh, magnificent. Uh, there was also another guy, uh, coached quite a bit, a guy called Peter Robinson, who played for quite a few years for Somerset. Right. Um, so, yeah, uh, it was a great upbringing. But Tom was, um, he was very, very good to me and uh, spent a lot of time with me, as did Brian Close. Because was, was it, and please forgive me if I, if I haven't got my, uh, my, my facts right, but I thought I'd read that you actually sort of started off as a batsman, but then somebody, you know, and it may have been Tom, who sort of tapped you on the shoulder and said, hey, young man, you're pretty good at this caper as well. And then that he also then taught you how to swing bowl. Is that right? Yeah, the swing bowling came naturally. Um, yeah, okay. That was one of those things. But he, what he did was uh, modify it. Yeah, right. Okay. And uh, just basically fine-tuned me and got me, uh, got me believing, more importantly, in that I could do it. Yeah. And uh, as you know, um, self-confidence is not something I'm sure of. Yeah, <laughs> uh, no, that's brilliant. Um, I and and let me know if this is not possible. And and again, we're we're speaking with the great um, Sir Ian Botham, and we're very grateful here on uh, Two Smoking Guns to have um, such a uh, international superstar um, who still is an international superstar in our eyes. And um, uh, Beefy, I wonder whether you can praise because it. Uh, I think I've only just stopped laughing since I. Um, since I saw you last, um, with your, with the with the quick story about your great mate Alan Lamb, who, who still I think owes you a, a couple of shekels, and um, and a telephone. I'll take too long. Okay, yeah, fair yeah, enough. I know exactly what you're yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, right well, yeah. Right well, out. Well, well, he still, well, I can give you the, the shorter version. Yeah, uh, he backed the horse. Uh, he got me to put the money on it, my horse. Yep. Uh, it ran uh, really well and uh, got picked on the line. And uh, if I spin it out for a long period, but the, the punchline is that uh, surprise, surprise, Lammy still hasn't paid me the uh, bucks that he owes me. So, <laughs> That's right. That, and and he, he ducks and dies every time I see him. But uh, oh, very good. Yeah, yeah right. No, but, 
point uh, point taken. No, Scotty, you know how long that story. Oh is. yeah, yeah. well, I yeah. just wondered whether there was a pricey I've got version to because be in Perth on Friday. Yeah. Mate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you start now, <laughs> no, 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 yeah. absolutely understood. Um, you're uh, two great honours in life: um, the the OBE and your knighthood. Just talk us yeah, through those uh, quickly. Oh, well, look, yeah. Um, I, I think the OBE uh, was primarily just for cricket mm, yeah. uh, at that stage of my life. But then I think the nice thing for the um, with the knighthood was that it was also to do with the charity work that we've done. Yeah, nice. And, you know, to be honest with you, I got the knighthood, but um, the family uh, and my uh, group of volunteers, mates, uh, male and female, some great characters who gave up all their own time uh, to support me on those walks. And when you're doing walks that last... 30 odd days, a thousand miles, you need um, yeah. plenty of help. So it was recognition, I think, the night of really a joint effort of a lot of people who uh, were involved. But uh, I did the easy piece, and that was just to uh, do the walking. But when you have to put these things together, it takes about 18 months to put one of those long walks together um, and a lot of hard work. So, yeah, uh, the walks have been great. Yeah. Uh, we ended up. We ended up. I've obviously retired now after the surgery. The surgeon did say that that would be one of the conditions. Right. Um, and I pointed out that I don't need any encouragement. <laughs> to, to not do it again. Uh, I, I think ten thousand miles or whatever it is is more than enough. Yeah. Well. But um, I think the thing that drove us on and kept us going was that when we started in '85, did the first walk from John O'Groats to Lands End. Yeah. Uh, kids were the most common form of uh, leukemia. Mm. They had a twenty percent chance of survival. Jeez. Well. The great thing is that now it's about 94%. Yeah, brilliant. And so, brilliant. so the money that those people generously put in buckets and pledged uh, has been well used by the scientists and the, the medical boys yeah. at the research centre just outside Glasgow. Fantastic. And you've, and you've raised over £30 million, I believe. Uh, yeah, I don't know what it is. Yeah, now. It's it's a huge, the great thing is it keeps rolling in. It's a huge uh, number. Which is fantastic. And people... Uh, uh, some of the big uh, industries then make you the charity of the year out of the blue, and so it is. It's ongoing. That's brilliant. So it, it, you, you mentioned. Um, I know it takes ten, fourteen days by bike, nine days. Some bloke ran it in nine days. Wow, some idiot. Uh, but about, <laughs> yeah, well, about, yeah, about mate, he did it in nine days. <laughs> it's a thousand miles. Yeah, it's a thousand miles. Yeah, so yeah. thirty days. Yeah. it took you. Yeah, we did it in thirty-four days. That's amazing. So, um, which direction's best? Downhill. <laughs> uh, my, uh, part two. Did you have to walk back? <laughs> yes. no, 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 no. But I did no, go back no. and do it again for some stupid reason. Did you? Anyway, yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Now, when yeah. you walked, when you walked down, you would have gone through parts of uh, parts of the country where you played football. And I was curious to read. You played at Yeovil Town and Scunthorpe United as a young man, a young strapping yeah. centre half. Um, yeah, well, those days are gone. Now I'm uh, <laughs> president, uh, I'm president of Scunthorpe United. Fantastic. And Brilliant. The uh, Iron, we, as they're known. Yeah, yeah, we've been battling it all bit this year, but uh, uh, I saw a few games before I came out here and uh, caught up with uh, a lot of mates. But, um, yeah, it's, it was 
not great. We, at the we, moment, but we're going. They're um, they're um, they're battling through a bit at the moment, but it's appropriate that Scunthorpe United. Do you know what their colours are, Scotty? Oh, oh, red, white, and black. No, blue and claret. Blue, <laughs> claret, claret, absolutely. Well, I tell you, I tell you what, we'll have to do for Beefy. We'll we'll, we'll have to take on board uh, that that'll be our team that we need to follow. Now. Yes, we'll be right. We'll, we'll be we'll, looking up results we'll and do uh, we'll share results. those with our listeners every so week. So United. we've just adopted. We, we've just adopted your team, uh, uh, old mate. So Brilliant. we'll uh, and we'll be we'll, barracking for them when they play their yeah, arch exactly rivals, right. Grims, and, uh, Grimsby Town. Best we do. Best we do an OB over there at some stage as well. So. Awesome. See, awesome. See, here we go, um, mate. Uh, we're very grateful for your time, and uh, and uh, and no I know it's, it's, uh, no, yeah, it's been it's wonderful to speak to you, and I, and uh, and I hope we might be able to catch up and uh, and share a frothy before you head back home. So, uh, well, that, I'd be disappointed if we don't. Oh, no, exactly, mate. That that would be a lovely thing to do.